You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. episode of Black Hair in the Big Leagues, you guys. My heart is on fire today. My guest today, oh gosh. <laughs> she is a breath of fresh air. If you have ever been in the room with this woman, she has such a presence, a light, a joy, did I mention presence? She cannot be ignored. She is so tall and gorgeous and stunning and talented and kind. She got her BFA in acting in Kentucky. She is a certified life coach. She was on tour with Beautiful the Carol King Musical. Come on, Beautiful Tour fam. And she was also on, before the pandemic, was on tour with um, Once on This Island, you guys, please help me welcome my beautiful sister, McKinley Alden Abraham. Yay. Thank you. What an intro. <laughs> what um, an intro. Mickey, yes. you, you, me. you're so beautiful. <laughs> and I, I've only gotten the pleasure of being in the same room with you a few times, a, a mm. small handful of times, but I automatically feel anybody who was in beautiful that were automatically fam. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I say that all the time. I'm like, it's the beautiful fam, you know. <laughs> it, it's the beautiful. Even the first time you met me, and by the way, I know it looks like this recording is looking like it's recording in very pixelated. It will finalize in HD. So don't worry. I mean, don't, don't you worry, girl. But even the first time I remember like meeting you, you were just so warm. <laughs> so yeah. warm and kind and open. Yeah, I think I think you had actually I think the first time we met was at a bar when I was out on tour and you I don't know if you remember this, but you came up to me. You were like at it was for Sue's birthday. Yes. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, and you came up to me and you were like, "Hi, we haven't met." And I, that was right like I think as soon as I had just joined, like shortly after I had joined tour, and I had just come from like a really terrible contract. So I was like very, very happy to be where I was and, and very like, so, so it makes sense that you say, you know, I met you, you were so warm. I was just real, real happy to be there. <laughs> like real, oh. real happy to be there. Yeah. Isn't that like an interesting idea and thought when we're happy, it's easy mm -hmm. to be kind yeah, and warm. Absolutely. Yeah. And also the converse is Kid could be true. Hurt people. Hurt people. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think I've gone through the full gambit of that. Like I, I've been the hurt person uh, and I've been I've been the happy person. So listen, I, I understand that. <laughs> um, I am in awe of you because you've got your 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 toes dipped in a lot of different places and you're so multi-talented. And during this pandemic, wait, wait, you'd already been certified to uh for life coaching. yeah 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 I uh it's it's an interesting story I was uh I was working on a cruise line and this is kind of what I call my inciting moment um of of my life and my story as I was working on a cruise line and um I, I experienced some like intense body shaming 
on this cruise line. Um, it was, it wasn't even so much, you know, this is a cruise line where they, they weigh you every week. And there's a lot of cruise lines that do that. And I knew that going in, but it this was is like, not the, one of them. No, this was, this is, this was a cruise line that oh, I, I was weighed every week. And I knew that was going to happen. It's, you know, kind of par for the course in some of these cruise line contracts. I knew I signed the contract. I went on it. But after that, it was like the um, like the body shaming that was coming from my supervisor and like be literally being told that I couldn't do a lift because I was fat, like after being cast already and, and not hiding my body and doing the shows. And I kind of had this moment where that was like my first quote unquote big contract, I guess. You know, I'd done Shoot. like regional yes. stuff and children's theater, but this cruise line and it was like a dream job and, and I got it and... I kind of had this moment where I was like, is this what the industry is? Like, is this, is this what I've devoted my entire life? I mean, I've been doing shows since I was seven. So I was like, is this what I've been building up to? And I had this moment where I was like, I got to learn how to deal with this. Like, I got to, <laughs> I got to figure wow. out how to do this. Um, so I got my life coaching certification when I booked Beautiful. So I was actually getting my certification while on the road. So I would be, I remember I would be doing like the homework in the gondola, like backstage and like different cities and stuff. And yeah, I got my certification in 2018. Yeah. That is, first of all, horrible <laughs> about the body shaming part. That's, I know. <laughs> that's terrible. And we kind of like know what we're signing up for, but at the same time, it's like, but there's gotta be a line, you yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. And I wonder what is about to happen when we come out of this pandemic, because guess what? Very few of us look the same, folks. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think the biggest thing with that is that, like, I knew, you know, when I auditioned, look, I, I wore, like, a sports bra and, like, leggings. I wasn't hiding what I looked like. I was like, right. look, this is what I looked like. And I got hired and I went through the whole, like, rehearsal process and all of that. And it was actually, like, a peer that was my supervisor that was kind of like a, like a captain, like a man, whatever. Yeah. And she was the one that was body shaming me. And so I was like, wow, like this isn't even, hmm, this isn't even upper management. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, no, but it'll, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, we're going in a direction. I mean that right. <laughs> the article, the New York times article uh-huh. say, saying that we uh, <laughs> gained weight. <laughs> Hello. Um, oh. That. <laughs> Wait, I don't know if I know what article. You don't know about this? No. No, what? The New York York Times. It's been edited. It's been edited now because there was such a a feedback. Yeah. It came out yesterday, I think. And it said said, uh, that, you know, Broadway may not come back when it's it's like said that it's going to come back. There are a lot of things that go into it, you know, contract renegotiations, blah, 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 blah. And in the list of all of the reasons that Broadway may not be ready to come back, it says some actors have gained weight. That was in there in the New York oh. Times. Mm-hmm. And it got so much feedback and so much flack that it's now been edited out. But there are screenshots all over the internet. <laughs> like if you Google How it, did I not it. see this or it's hear not. about this? Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, this is ammo. I'm sorry. That's just <laughs> yes. ammo. Isn't that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, our bodies have gotten us through so much. And like that that's what we're that's what we're we're being resulted to i feel like we can say that right i know us but you don't get to say that about me absolutely not yeah yeah but i I don't even know i don't even know how long it was up like because i didn't see it when it was up i saw it after it had been edited and people like friends of mine were posting about it and i was like whoa yeah i'm over here like mm -hmm. i mean i know my hips don't lie But I just feel like you don't say that out loud on like we know what yeah. our bodies are doing. Like we're the, we have to see them every day. Right. And yeah. this pandemic has been hard, folks. Like mm-hmm. let's anyway. Yeah. That yeah. is absolutely a thing. I I also wanted to just comment and say um I don't think I get to say I'm proud of you, but I am and I am inspired by you because I've always wanted to be a life coach, but I've always felt like my life isn't perfect. So how do I get to tell somebody else how to like better their life? Did you ever battle that thought in the back of your mind? Or were you always just like, 
this is what I was born to do. Let's go for it. Like what, Mickey? Yeah. Yeah. No. So, so my, my dad is a life coach. Um, my dad's a life coach. He's, he's been one for a while. He's more, I think of a, you know, like a religious life coach, like more Great. faith-based. Great. Um, and so I was kind of, I was raised secretly being life coached and like not really knowing it, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and so, and I like, my dad is amazing. Like I love my dad, but it's, I think that that was kind of always in my head, but I definitely, there's definitely a stereotype of life coaches that we know what our, like we've got our lives together. So we're going to coach you, but that's absolutely not at all what it is. Like I've learned through coaching and the clients that I have and everything that it's really just like showing up and asking questions. Like it's just asking the right questions. Like that, that's all, like, that's all I do. Like I get on a call with someone and I'm like, okay, so tell me about what's going on in your life. And then they tell me, and I'm like, great. So you want to tell me, <laughs> for instance, I, uh, I have a client that was like, you know, I'm feeling real nervous about applying for this job. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, because what about all these other people that are applying for jobs? What, mm. what if they're better than me? And I said, mm. well, per well, that's an unknown. And I'm like, the knowns are person A needs person B to do something for them. And person A can't do it themselves. You are person B. So those are the wow. facts. The facts are they need a job and you can do the job. So why are we worrying about the other potential person Bs? Like, <laughs> like you can do what they're asking to do. So focus on that instead of these other people. So it's basically just, you know, bringing things that you already know to the forefront of your mind and being like, hey, remember that you actually can do this thing that you think you can't do. <laughs> like you actually can do it. It's in your wow. mind. You know, you can do it. You've done it before. So it's just asking the right questions and bringing things that have gone way back in your subconscious back to the front of your mind. Yeah. And that's it. Like, I do not have my life together, girl. I have a coach and a therapist and <laughs> all of this stuff, but all but of the things me too. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, it's just showing up and being an ear and talking it out. And I like to, ex I like to describe it as being a, um, like I'm, I'm going to hook your arm while we're running a marathon. Like, like I'll like, while we're running, I'm going to hook, I'm going to run with you and I'm going to give you water. If wow. you need water, I'm not going to pull you. I'm not going to make you do it, but I'll be there. If, if you need water offering or you need a banana a question or yeah yeah something like that so that's kind of the way that I describe it okay and one last question about this because you have it's one thing to be certified mm -hmm. to do something it's another thing to make like a business and uh, actually go forth and do something with that degree with that certification you have created castle in the sky coaching yeah. like yeah what? yeah it's 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 interesting I I definitely I used to have a blog like when I had just graduated from college and it was called my it was like castle in the sky that was my my blog right and and that name kind of it came from at a I had a family member write me a very sad letter when I was like 12 she was just in a very rough place in her life, this family member of mine. And she told me that there were no castles in the sky. And what you see is what you get. And what and and you know, all of the good feelings, like she had not experienced these good things happening. So So this is somebody older? Yeah. Yeah. Someone oh, in my family. And I okay. and so I got that and and it just kind of stuck with me. And but but not in a negative way. It kind of stuck with me in a I don't believe that. I'm gonna I'm gonna prove you wrong about that. So that kind of became my Brand, like castle in the sky was like my brand my name of whatever I was doing so it was my blog and then it became my life coaching name um and yeah I actually have a castle in the sky tattooed on my arm um in white ink uh so it's like just for me and it's oh. yeah yeah <laughs> so it's it's very much like a part oh. of me um I kind of took that that letter and was like no no I'm not I'm not gonna accept this as the negative thing that you're trying to to give to me and and you know now as an older person I'm like ooh she was struggling <laughs> like she Dang. was struggling yeah yeah so it's and just, you can see that in hindsight and mm -hmm. have that wisdom to back it up and all the things yeah so now I just kind of you know castle in the sky it's it's all the things that could be it's all the things that will be and that's kind of what my brand has become which I think is really great I'm so excited I'm like I need a life coach I've hired <laughs> my therapist recently I'm like uh, it was complicated. He was I so understand. hot. I was so distracted. <laughs> I know, 
Becky, it was horrible. I was so distracted. He's like, I can't even tell you. I might have to edit this out. He'd be like, hi, Salisha. How are you today? I'd be like, well, I... I just can't stop masturbating to you. That, oh my God. That is, that's, that's amazing. He'd be like, huh, well, how does that make you feel? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my like, God. Yeah, I think that's the sign that maybe you need to, to it's, go, it's, go in a different direction. need therapy for my therapy. Let's go, folks. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm a disaster. Oh but God. like, it's it is it is great having somebody. And this is, correct me, is this Mental Health Awareness Month? Yes, yeah, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. All right, come through May. And so I yeah. really just want to just say that and encourage. Like, it is okay. It is okay. You don't have to be batshit crazy and out yeah. of your mind to get a therapist. Also, uh-uh. you can be. Yeah, and you can still. Get- <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, that's, that's a, that's a big thing, especially with um, everything that's happened like in the past year, it's like none of us, I I think somebody said once they were like, nobody, nobody knows how to be a human. Like none of us have done this before. Like, I think it was um, a teacher of mine when I was getting my certification, they were like, nobody knows what they're doing. None of us have done this. So like, of course we need help. Like, of course we need help. If you didn't know how to you know, roller skate, you wouldn't go do all these ridiculous tricks and stuff without asking for help or teaching yourself. Like, exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, I would like to ask you a question about your hair. First of all, it's in braids right now. Yes. Yeah. We've got some, some knotless braids happening right now. I love it. And for the audience who's like, what's that? What's knotless? So knotless braids is, well, so braids that, that how, I mean, what are they called? Box braids are without knot are with knots, right? Okay. I, I don't know. You know like, I'm asking because I'm like, I should also know the answer to this. I don't know, like, I don't know how to explain it. So like knotless braids is not the opposite of knot braids. <laughs> like, <they're> just, <laughs> so, so like box braids are when they, they like take, take the, the fake hair, like the caniculon hair, I guess, mm-hmm. if I'm saying that right. Yeah. yeah caniculon. Um, yeah, and they they go from the root, so they like make a loop, and it's kind of like a knot, and then they braid it braid it from the top to the bottom. So it kind of looks like you have little individual knots, I guess, where your hair mm-hmm. is. So then the knotless braids, I I think now I don't know what I couldn't see her hands while she was right, doing right. this, but I think she braided my hair a little bit and then fed in the the hair so that it's better for your scalp. Yeah, it's better and... for my scalp, and I can and it doesn't hurt because sometimes Cause it's box not braids all tight. Mm-hmm. So I can like put it up in like ponytails and not in like buns and stuff. It's and not it, pulling. Yeah. They're way more expensive and they take way more time, but they last longer. Um, So yeah. Okay. First of all, they look stunning. I love them. Thank you. Thanks. Are they heavy? Are these heavy? No, no, these are not heavy at all. Like, listen, I, (laughs) I love me some hair. I I love me some wigs and some hair pieces. I think I own like 25 wigs. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I used I to travel I, with a bucket of wigs on tour and I'm like yeah. slowly trying to get rid of them. But like, yes, uh-huh. my, I, my trunk was full of wigs. Like, oh absolutely. My, how did we never tour together? <laughs> I don't know, but it would have been amazing. <laughs> we could be um, like, can I use that one? Can I use Clara? Did you yeah, name them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had, I, I would always travel with wigs. We actually had a wig party uh, for Once on this Island um, right before, like two cities before we closed. Um, and... <laughs> And everyone was like, well, I don't have a wig. And I was like, I have a wig. I have a sign out sheet. Oh, you write down <laughs> what wig you did. I'm like, these, are, these are my wigs, though. Like, yeah, but I, I this is this isn't heavy. But to be fair, like I, I put on some some hair pieces that are heavy. So maybe they'd be heavy to the average person. But to me, I'm good. <laughs> we will be right back right after the break. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so we met way back when, and I remember in the bar, the time that stands out to me very vividly is when we were both volunteering for the the New York uh, Musical Theater Festival. Is that what you're talking about? Girl. <laughs> we were... Is, no? Yes. I only yeah. remember the backstage. I cannot remember what on stage looked like. I don't... Yes! Yes, 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 yes! yes the nail thing! Yes! Yes, yes, yes. yes. And... Wh- Half of your head was shaved mm-hmm. then? Yeah. Yeah, it was. it was. Where does that confidence come from when you're just like, and we're doing this? It's because there's funny. no. <laughs> That's so funny that you asked that because it literally had no planning whatsoever. So like I, I was. So my little my little survival job, like when I'm in New York and I'm in between my gigs and stuff, I, I work at a restaurant. I'm a maitre d'. It's a very fancy restaurant. Um, and I'm like, and like celebrity people come in all the time. Like it's that kind of thing. And so oh. I'm like standing at the front and one of my best friends was the host and was standing next to me. And I said, Allison, I want to shave the side of my head. And then she said, okay, great. You want to do it tonight? I have clippers. And I'm <gasps> like, okay, let's do it. And so we went to her house and I shaved the side of my head. So <laughs> that's, and, and I, I think I've well, always, yeah, I've always oh. been that way. Like I, I've just like gotten these ideas and then. What? Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, mm-hmm. that is okay. A terrifying thought, mm-hmm. like from somebody <laughs> on the outside being like, wait, you just decided, right? What mm-hmm. other time in your life have you done something like, and we're doing this? Because that is terrifying and exciting. Um, you know, I think I think all it's just been my whole life. I don't I don't know. Like there's something which I'm very thankful for because like I was I was born and raised in Kentucky, like Paducah, Kentucky, very small town. And, you know, a lot of people don't leave that place. Like a lot yeah. of people just, you know, stay. And and I um I actually was on the Glee project in 2011. So like I met Alex Newell and all that, like did that when I was <laughs> cool 19 awesome which was great uh but a lot of the a lot of people with that they were like you're just gonna go to LA and just I was also homeschooled fun fact my whole life whoa so your whole life my whole life till college college was my first day of school in with like teachers and stuff and I I don't know I I just was like oh I'm gonna audition for this tv show like that was my biggest moment like that was that was the the moment of like oh I'm just gonna do this like I'm just gonna do it and then I did it. <laughs> and so I just always kind of been that person. Like I get an idea and I do it. Uh, okay. Hold hold on. Okay. So, so from being homeschooled your whole life for your first day being in a classroom with teachers and people being like your first day of college, mm-hmm. first of all, question number one, did the other students look like you or no? Like no. were there – no. no, there were um, there were three. There were three, including myself. There were three black students, including in the program. Uh huh, including me. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and yeah, go, go on. Ahead. Okay. Oh, I was, I was. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, it's it's funny because there were only three of us, and one of them, you know, we're like crazy best friends. Like we're so close to this day. And the other one, we're also close, but it, her name's Kayla, Kayla Pecchioni. I don't know if you know her or not, but she was on the national tour of Book of Mormon. She was, oh. she, she's, we see each other at auditions all the time. Yeah. Yes. I think and, I've met her. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. Cause I'm like, Oh, Hey. hey. Like, and so, you know, we had, we were, look, there was some talent there. <laughs> was wow. Three of us, but mm-hmm. 
did was it ever a thing like I and this might very much be a naive question but like so when I was growing up there weren't a lot of black kids in my school but I never saw color I didn't know that that was even a thing until first grade when like I had a crush on a white boy and was like I have a crush on you and he was like I'm gonna stick to people my own color solution I was like wait what yeah and realize did you know that I mean that sounds so dumb because you were so much older but like was it a thing it definitely was a thing I and and it's and it's interesting because I I lend my like quote-unquote black identity a lot to beautiful um because I so I was like I said born and raised in a small town in Kentucky and you know my mom's white my dad is black I they, you know, moved us to this very centrally located place. Like no one was overtly racist. It was just a lot of like passive aggressive racism that yeah. I didn't realize was, was a problem till yeah. I was older. Um, but yeah, it was just a lot of I'm Mickey. Like I remember saying that. I remember actively being like, oh, I'm not I'm not black. I'm not white. I'm Mickey. Like I just remember saying that a lot when I was when I was younger. And then I I went to I used to sing country growing up like country I did like country music competitions when I was on the Glee project I was billed as a country singer like that was my that's so cool I have to go back and watch your episode <laughs> girl so- I look real different than I do right now I had like no hair like the pixiest of pixie cuts and like yeah very different identity there but I you know I I didn't when I went to do that, you know, I just had all my friends. I didn't, I, my first black friend was in college. Like I didn't have, you know, and I didn't know that I was missing that though. So like, right, I because it- they say like, and I say, they say, cause I don't know. Um, when you are raised in a biracial household, mm-hmm. this is just what I've heard. And so you can confirm or be like, no, 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 that's not how it goes. Um, but whatever race the mom is, is easy to like, it's easier. It can be easy to identify with however you're, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and I think for me too, especially that because I was homeschooled and my mom taught me. So I spent a lot of time. I mean, my dad was definitely around, but he was working. My mom right. stayed at home with with me and my sister. So we were like I <laughs> I only I was only around my mom. I did, you know, community theater. There were no other people of color that did that theater. So it was just I was just I never I never notice I always knew that I didn't really quite fit in I always knew there was something different and that people treated me a little different but I didn't know what I couldn't pinpoint what it was like you know my 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 dad is very much you know like I'll play all the cards before I play the race card like that's like my dad my dad is like I will give you all the benefit of the doubt and then if there's no other option I think we all know what's going on here (laughs) like that's kind of the way that I was raised Yeah. Yeah, So, so I never assumed that I was just like, oh, I don't fit in because I'm taller than everybody else. Or, oh, I don't fit in because I'm loud and everybody else isn't like it. That's what my mind did. And so I got to college and, you know, there were two, there were two other black people and I was like friends with them, but I, it wasn't, there wasn't anything really clicking in my head, you know, and then I, when I booked Beautiful and I was surrounded by more black people than I had yes. ever been surrounded. And cast ever. That. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. And like, I, I kind of had this like, oh, there's like jokes and, and things being made that maybe I don't necessarily get. And that was like scary, but also exciting for me. I was because like, you were still like in, like, they will, we'll tell you whether the joke is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, and I was like, oh, like, I don't get these, like these jokes about like, you know, like the going to the, like the cookout and like the, and like all these things. And I was like, I don't know what any of this is, but I want to know what it is. And, Nikki. and that was like a huge, like a huge turning point in my black identity um and then of course then I got to tour with once on this island that's just all all oh there we go which (laughs) then here we go here we are folks (laughs) here we are (laughs) this is a sidebar to what you're saying but I I I wonder what it would be like being in your skin and your shoes like you are like model height have you ever modeled no, I have not. I have not. I've only, uh, only theater. Like that's okay. I just want to make only. sure that you heard yourself say that, <laughs> so that like 
It sounds crazy. That sounds crazy to me. Yeah. Just so that you know. Okay. All right. Great. So you're gorgeous. You're so tall. You're so talented. And you mentioned you were like loud, tall, all these things. And I, I, this might not even be you. I just have this thought, and I just want to say it out loud for any who needs to hear this. And maybe it's just me who needs to hear this. I don't really know. But all the things that make you different, all the things that make you feel like, hmm, I don't know if I totally fit in here, all the things that maybe you could possibly be self-conscious about, what would happen? What happens when we own all of those things? It's like I have goosebumps just thinking about how powerful. And you know what? That That's – I feel like – I feel like that has been this whole past year for me is is owning all of that. And and it's been and I think it's been through girl before 2020 I had like one coaching client, one singular client from when I had gotten my certification. And now I think in total including group programs, I have like 20 and then I also work with a non-for-profit and I work with their staff and their board as well so that's like 14 extra people that's so a like blown yeah and and it's and and a lot of it you know it's not like a this big like money making thing because I didn't get into it for that like I got into it because we were all kind of stuck and like at home and and yeah. I was like you know no nobody has any money because we've all lost our jobs and who can get in contact with unemployment. And I was like, I, I'm doing nothing. So, and I have this certification, so I'm coming from a place of service. So a lot of the people that I'm coaching, I, I mean, I, I don't think I coach anybody for free, but it's very, it's, these people have been like grandfathered in, like they're before it became a full fledged business. I'm like, ah, give me 20 bucks. I'll help you like that kind of thing. And so I think that through all of that and chatting with these people and and watching people grow, it's it's made me appreciate like what's inside of me. And plus, my partner is amazing. He's he's just <laughs> the best support system. Can ever. we talk about it? He was helping you with your mic before this, and yeah. all I saw was veins and <laughs> muscles in that forearm. I was like, <laughs> Salisha, you have a boyfriend. <laughs> I don't I couldn't even see his face I was just like what is this testosterone arm in this shot Mickey you better live your best life honey like listen I look we're we're getting married next March and I asked him to marry me no you didn't no you didn't I did (laughs) yes I did when um in in October like during this pandemic it's nuts Girl, we quarant okay, we were on tour together, right? Like which we all know tour tour relationships feel not like their real life. Like right. they're yeah. So then but we were together on tour and then we quarantined together because this thing happened and we right. were like what are we going to do? Like we'd been together for like a month or two at that point. So we were like deep enough. I mean, a month or two on tour is like a year. Um, Yeah. Yeah, So we were like deep enough in to be like, well, I don't really, if the world is ending, I don't really think I want to go in opposite directions. Like this is, so we quarantined together in my hometown and we have been together ever since. Um, and in October, I just had this moment. It was very unplanned. I had this moment. I was just sitting in the living room and <laughs> unplanned, like, like shaving my head, um, <laughs> where, <laughs> where I was just sitting in the living room and I, and I was sitting there and I was thinking about everything that was going on. And I was like with this black lives matter things and, and, you know, the health of, of going to the grocery store, like you could get sick and, you know, pass away. Like, yeah. you, like we don't, this, the world is nuts. And I just had this moment where I was like, I think I want to be with you forever. And I just asked him to marry me. I was like, do you, do you want to marry me? And then and we, he kind of was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, I, I mean, I don't mean someday. I mean, like, like, do you want to get, like, marry me, like, legitimately? Like, do you want to be engaged and get married within the next, like, year or so? And he was like, yeah. And that was that. <laughs> and and I and I always felt you know I I've always had this thing inside me, Salisha, where oh I've been gosh. like, I've always had this thing inside me where I've like, oh, I would ask someone to marry me. Like I've always kind of had that vibe about me. I, fe- I feel like, yes. um, and and so 
also I'm pansexual. So I was like, it could be a woman, a man, like a non-binary human, like whatever. So I I've think always, I knew this. Yeah. I think I knew that. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You, you might've, I'm very, I'm very open about all the things. So I was like, you know, maybe it could be whoever, but I, I'm not cutting myself off from asking someone to marry me. Like, why would I? And then I realized well, I, the only reason I wouldn't have asked him is if I felt like I wasn't sure if he wanted to be with me. Right. So then I wouldn't ask. But I was like, I am sure that this man wants to be with me. So I'm going to ask him. And I asked him. And he said, yes. And now we're getting married next March. <laughs> so. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a journey. <laughs> oh, my God. Is my life is very interesting. <laughs> Wait, Mickey, I asked you, I was like, what other things have you done that were on impulse? <laughs> this is like, I forgot about that one. <laughs> <laughs> because that's my life. Because it's my life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think about, I don't think about them because it's, because, you know. Yeah. Wow. This is so unfair. I have so many hair questions to ask you and now I'm just like, tell me everything. Tell me everything about this wedding. Have you found a dress? Are you going to wear a pantsuit? What are you going to do? Like, how are you going to do your hair? Like all of these things, especially since I just seriously started dating somebody. And so I'm like, what is this? I've uncharted territory. Never even. It's so, okay. You know what? Just we're thumbtacking this. I'm going to have to call you after this yeah. call at some point. Can we hang out when you get Absolutely. to the city? I'll be back okay. in the city. Absolutely. Yes, we can have please. a picnic. <laughs> I hope Love my that. boyfriend's not listening. He'll be like, oh, gosh. He was like, oh, boy. <laughs> That's what he would say. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm so excited for thumbtacking that. I'm yes, so excited yes. for you. We'll be right back right after the break. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply so I wanted to hear about your hair journey because you did mention like having a pixie cut. Mm-hmm. I've seen photos with your hair being big and beautiful and natural. Um, I've seen it in person with a head shaved. I've seen you with straight hair. What What is this journey? Did you Did you love your hair, your texture growing up? Or were you like, uh-uh, needs to be straight? Like what? And then how did you yeah. get to where you, how you feel today about it? Yeah. Um, so, so like I said, you know, growing up, not a lot of brown folks around me. Not not um my my family, my dad's family was was in Paducah. Um, but you know, there was just there there are a lot of prejudice happening on both sides of the aisle. Um I, I feel like in my, you know, we I dealt with a lot of prejudice as a child from my dad's side of the family because, you know, we were the only ones whose mother was white. So, you know, it kind of came from both sides. Like I, I was we were kind of dealing with that. But my mother, we love her, but she, love. she did not know what to do with our hair. So initially she- Our, asked, you have siblings? My sister. Yes. My sister and I. Um, so she asked, I believe this is how it went. She asked my dad's family and they were like, oh, put a relaxer on it. Of course. Of course. And that's so, what our, yes. Yeah. And so not knowing that my hair is a much different texture. My mom slaps that relaxer on it. And that was what we did for a long time. Like I just had straight hair and my mom was really good at it. My mom did learn though how to braid, which I got to give her props. My mom would be doing these zigzag braids and like circle my, like she would do. What? Yeah. When I would do a wig, like wig prep when I was very young, because I did theater from like age seven. So I would, we'd have to wear wigs sometimes. And my mom would braid my hair like in a circle, like all the way around. Like she, she learned how to do this stuff and she taught herself, Salisha, get ready. She taught herself on a broom, on a broom. What do you mean? She taught herself how to braid with the broom 
like strong. I don't think I understand. <laughs> that don't make, okay. I don't understand. You know, okay, you know the the straw brooms, right? Like, the, she, the, but she see. taught herself how to corn row on a broom. Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts. I don't even understand how she did it, but she did it, and because she didn't have anybody, she was like, "I'm not gonna mess up this baby's hair and learn on her." Because I'm not gonna make her sit still, so I can. Learn. So she taught herself, oh, and then she started mom. teaching other. My mom's like a pioneer here, right? She started teaching other mothers with mixed race children how to braid their hair. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. So, my mom, so we're giving yeah. mom major props right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. So my mom knew, learned how to braid, and that was great. But like, she also it, it, it was like a you know an uphill battle too because she was braid, but then she would also relax it. Right. So we had this, this thing going and, you know, whenever we, I remember from a young age, whenever we'd go to visit my grandmother who God rest her soul, lovely woman, my mother's mom, she would always prefer our hair to be straight. Yeah. And I, it was a different time. Yeah. It was just different yeah. times. And like now when I think about it, I'm like, Oh, that kind of sucks. Like, yeah. because whenever we would be going, it would always be like fresh relaxer. Like our hair is straight. Our hair is quote unquote manageable like that is what it looks like um but yeah we relaxed it for ever since I can remember like all the all the all the years yeah I wanted it different colors so my mom oh not <laughs> not the colors on top of the relax <laughs> my mother did what I wanted and I think that that's why I do what I want to do because I came from a family that supported that so I woke up one day and I was like mom I want my hair to be blonde and she was like okay let's do okay. it so my mom <laughs> bleached my hair and it had relaxer on it and it was horrible felt rubbery is bad. My mom freaked out. <laughs> she like started like rinsing it out and she was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so we ended up going to this, this little hair salon and they like, they put toner on it and it, and they made it like this honey Auburn thing and it was fine, but <laughs> they, it was, they just, my mom just always went with what I wanted. Right. Like I, she's I, like over here in the kitchen with a, making a black hair salon. And she's yes. just like, I don't know. This is uncharted territory. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly and and she did it and and you know I've gone through all the colors of the hair and and the I had a, a period of time where I was obsessed with Rihanna's hair so anything that her hair looked like I wanted my hair look like I like love the, that we had like the angled bob for a while we had like the fire she was doing red. everything she was doing everything and I was doing it with her <laughs> like I was, I was there yeah wow. and I I never got to the point where, you know, I, I got to, I went to college and then I didn't have a mom to relax my hair because I was in college and she wasn't there. Um, and I didn't have the money to get it done. And so I just kind of started kind of ignoring the regrowth, but just straightening. I was just like flat iron. I was like flat iron, flat iron. It's got to be straight all the time. Cause I didn't even know I, my curls existed. Like I didn't even know I'd never seen them. I didn't know it was a thing. Um, and I remember I was doing a, um, a little summer stock contract in Indiana and I went swimming and we, I, I went swimming at my hair and I got my hair wet and we ended up staying at the place longer than I was planning on it. So my hair started to curl okay. and then I like went to the bathroom and I looked at my hair and I was like, wait, what is this? <laughs> what, what, oh. are these <laughs> what are these curls? Where do they come from? What, what the heck? This? And, then, and then I was like, wait, what if I just, can I figure out how to like do this for like a style? Like, what is it? So I started like letting my hair air dry and like wearing my hair natural. And I, I never had to do a big chop or anything because I had let my hair grow so much that okay. like the relaxer was gone. And I didn't oh. have a whole lot of heat damage because I was using like heat protectant spray and stuff. Oh, okay. So I never, it was like the, the chop was maybe like one or two inches. Like it wasn't like a big thing. So the transition was really easy for me. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay. This is, this is, this awesome. is yeah, I was like, this is it. And I, I have not, I think the last relaxer I had, I was like, I don't know, almost 10 years ago. Like I, it was like 20 um, the last time I, I had it. And I I think about it now and I'm like, man, I, I can't even imagine my hair being like that. And and I started to love my hair. I started to to love like 
the curls and everything. And yeah, I've gone through all the things. Like I've had the pixie cut. I shaved the side. And right after Broadway shut down, I had a power move. And here's another impulse. I let Alex, my fiance, shave my entire head. Wait, so wait, 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 wait. <laughs> How did I not see any of that? Yeah, How? he shaved my head. There was like one photo I posted about what? it. What? <laughs> How did I miss I this? I'm like, uh, yeah. oh, I'm like, I need to look at this now. Yeah. I shaved my head because I had always kind of wanted to shave my head. And I had a an ex tell me that he would like dump me if I shaved my head because he sucked. Because he's an a-hole. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Um, and I, yeah, I, I shaved it and, or rather my fiance shaved it. And I, and it was amazing because I was like, I'm not doing a show. I can do whatever I want with my hair. Like, this is, this is it. You're so beautiful. I'm sorry. I'm just like (laughs) scrolling through your page right now. I'm just like, you are so effing gorgeous. And you're just like body positive. You're like, look at my body. You got opinions? What? What? Like, very much. And it's so. This is close. This is, it had grown out a little bit at this point. Mickey. Yeah. And your fiance did it. So that to me is just like, this is real love. And you know what? You look beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. So it's not even just like, okay, I'm just shaving it now. (sighs) No, No, like you look great. Yeah, it it was very much a moment where he was like, All right, we'd only been dating for like, I think like this was a month into quarantine. So like in total three months, he was like, Are you sure you want me to shave this? And I was like, get rid of it. I was like, shave it off. And he was like, Okay. Like, yeah, but yeah, so it's you know, I, I've done all the things with the hair and all the wigs and all the I I just I, I come from a place you know, deep down of I just do in the best way possible. I just do what I want to do, you know, like I just, and, and I, and I'm very blessed that I was raised in an environment where that was okay. Like for me to just do what I want to do. It's powerful, Mickey. It's when you do what you want to do and you own what you do, Mm -hmm. you are giving other people permission to also do what they want to do or live their best lives. It takes one brave person to do it first. Something that somebody else has been having in the back of their mind. It's like all they need is to see one person who they like Mm -hmm. doing it. And it's like, oh, well, maybe I never needed permission to begin with, but I thought I did. But now I see that she's, it's, it's powerful. Yeah, it's I I feel I feel more like, you know, I I, in the you know, it's it's so strange, but I I'm very thankful for the year that I've had. Um, And, you know, I wish it was sans all of the awful things that have happened. But I'm really, really thankful for the time that I've had because I feel like it has I know that it has created this version of myself that I've always wanted to be that was always like inside. And now I'm like, oh, this is me. I I deleted all of my personal social media. So the only social media I have is is my Instagram that I use for my coaching and stuff. And I I don't spend time just comparing myself to people and I I'm very protective of who I follow on my social media so if someone's listening to this and I follow you that means that you make me feel good oh my <laughs> like, gosh otherwise I I don't let that into my space so it's um yeah it's it's been really great to you know experience this growth that has just happened. I feel like a year or so ago, I don't, I'm over here nodding my head, agreeing with everything that you were saying. And I feel like when this shutdown happened, I feel like we would have been like, what? This, <laughs> yeah. uh-uh. What? I don't, I don't understand it. I don't want to understand it. What has happened? Like, get me out of here. Get me out of this alternate universe. And now with hindsight, obviously there are hor- like awful things that are happening and have happened and all the things, but with a little bit of hindsight, we've all changed a lot. Whether we and, wanted to or not. <laughs> yeah. And there's been a lot of growth and some of it, yeah. some of it is growing pains, mm-hmm. but some of it is just like, Oh, I need that. I've been needing that for the last 10 years and it took yeah. this to get there. Yeah. You're inspiring. Yeah. 
thank you for joining me today on yeah. Black Hair and the Big Leaks, Mickey. <laughs> I love you so much and just like you sharing your spirit and your thoughts and your ideas and yourself. So um, thank you, girl. Thank you for having me. This is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> And that wraps another episode of Black Hair in the Big League. Y'all, I'm so honored to have such great guests on this show. And if there's somebody who you want to listen to, please drop me a note on my Instagram at Salisha Thomas or at Black Hair Podcast and slip into those DMs and let me know what you want to hear, who you want to hear from. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast, rate it, leave a review, tell a friend, follow us on Patreon at Black Hair in the Big Leagues. Y'all, I am so grateful that you are part of this community. It would not be the same without you. <laughs> Shout out to Wilton Music for producing my theme song, Love COD. Shout out to Colin Tabor for editing this episode and most of these episodes. And shout out to you for listening. Y'all, my heart is so big and I feel so grateful. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas. See you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.